0: What's
1: up, everybody? Thanks again for joining me for another edition of March 4th with Mike Bauman. I, of course, am your host, Mike Bauman. Whoever you are, wherever you are listening from, thank you so much for checking out the podcast. If you're a returning listener, I greatly appreciate your continued love and support. And if you're a brand new listener of the show, man, thank you so much for hopping aboard that pirate ship. You can follow me on Instagram at march 4 Pod on YouTube at march Fourth Pod. My website is march The link tree with all of my stuff is in the podcast description for this episode. Y'all made it here, so you fam somehow, and I truly appreciate each and every one of you checking out another edition of the March4th with Mike Baum and Badcast. I hope that everybody is doing well out there for those of us here in the United States. As you are Listening to this episode, it will be the 4th of July, so happy Independence Day to all of my fellow Americans. I feel very privileged uh, and blessed to have been able to been born in this country and experience all of the freedoms that I get to experience living here in the United States of America, and uh, I hope that we all just continue to get better, man, and love each other regardless of race, sexual orientation, occupation. You know, religious preference, all that stuff, man. I, I really hope that we get better about being good to each other. Uh, like I say at the end of every episode, as a tribute to my grant, keep the faith and be kind to one another. We need more love in the world. We need more love right now in the States. So just remember how fortunate you are if you are a fellow American citizen listening to this, man, to live in this country, to experience the freedoms that we have. It, it truly is a privilege, man, uh, and, and and we don't get to decide where we're born who we come into this world uh, to in terms of our families and whatnot and our parents. And uh, I feel very privileged to, to, to have been born here. I'm a huge supporter of the military. Multiple members of my family have served in the military. One of my best friends served in the military and fought uh, for this country uh, as a 19 year old kid with a machine gun for the Marines over in Iraq and, and, uh, I, I know had to see and do some, some crazy things, man. Some some awful things that uh you know, again, as we wake up and start our days, have our coffee and our tea, go to work, you know, just things that we've we've never had to endure. There's there's a lot of people who sacrifice you know, everything, um and some, unfortunately, their lives to to protect us and, and to give us the the wonderful things that we have in this country. So don't take it for granted and don't take each other for granted. And I want to say thank you to all of our veterans, to anybody who's active duty, military listening to this, I love you. I appreciate everything you do for us, man. Um and I, I can't thank you enough for your service uh and, and your bravery, man. So um again for the rest of us who are citizens um, again, man, keep the faith and be kind to one another, man. I don't care what color you are. I don't care what church you go to. I don't care what you do for a living. Uh, you know, the way I was brought up and the way I live my life, man. Um, as long as you're not hurting any other living creature, I really don't care what it is that you do. Uh, I just hope that you're kind and you walk in love, man. Uh, that's what I'm trying to do. So thank you to everybody, uh, for listening to the show uh, it's crazy, man. I think this is episode, is this episode 107? It's nuts, man. It's uh, over a hundred now approaching 110 episodes. And I couldn't have gotten this far if it weren't for all of the awesome people that support me and, um, you know, encourage me to keep going. There's always naysayers. There's always doubters. Um, but I love doing this man. And, um, this is something that I do in my free time outside of my day job And uh, I love doing it and I'm going to keep doing it and I hope it continues to grow and uh, one thing that you can do to help it grow even though I hate begging for this stuff is if you take the time to like and subscribe to the podcast, um, leave a rating and a review. You You can leave a rating on Apple. You can leave a rating on Spotify. Apple also allows you to leave comments. Um, those things go a long way in helping the show get out to more people. When you subscribe, when you like, when you tell a friend to tell a friend. So to anybody who has done that, thank you so much. And to all of you who are listening, if you do enjoy what you hear, uh, please take the time to do that, man. It helps these conversations get out to more people and put people on to inspiring conversations about persevering, moving forward, awesome bands and artists that maybe you weren't aware of before. Um, And it helps get their name out there. And that's what this is all about, man. So... Again, appreciate everybody listening. And if you are a first time listener, welcome aboard that pirate ship. And speaking of being thankful and being grateful, uh and and just making awesome connections, man. Um once again, I'm I'm so fortunate to be in this position. And and when I say blessed, I know there's some people are like, Oh, I'm blessed, and I'm you know, this isn't a show this isn't for show, y'all. This is a show. You are listening to a podcast, but none of the things that I'm saying are empty calories. They're not for show. I, I mean every word of it. And I am truly fortunate to get the opportunity to talk to a lot of really awesome people, man. And this week's guests are, are awesome people. They're very talented. They're very humble. We had a great conversation. They are none other than Sasha and Andre of the pop metal band Major Moment. Major Moment is based in Boston, but Sasha and Andre originally are from Russia. And uh they've got a really awesome story that you guys are gonna hear. As soon as I shut my big yapper. Uh we, we get into a lot, man. We we talk about the band. Um, we talk about you know, them growing up in Russia, how they got into heavy music. Um, you know, if you're a fan of bands like Lincoln Park, Bring Me the Horizon, Starset, I Prevail, You Will Love These Guys. Um, but they've had they've had a really awesome journey over the last several years with major moment their one small step ep came out back in 2018 the sequel then came out in uh april of 2019 and uh they've had a string of really successful singles i mean some some songs that i like from from their back catalog living your life it's got a cool disco drum beat in that you know we talk about that a little bit if you like got the life toxic i really love that one just dropped in April of this year. And it's, I think, been one of their most successful, if not their most successful single right out the gate. It's already approaching 120,000 streams on Spotify alone. So I'm sure globally ac- across all platforms, it's a, it's way more than that. Um, and and The Flood is, is a great one as well. May Leave Scars, those are some of my favorites. Their latest one, Overcome, just came out uh, within the last few days of me recording the intro and close to this show, man, and, and uh, in late June. And um, it's already making a lot of noise. There's there's some great, you know, positive, uplifting lyrics in that. And what I really love about Major Moment is they combine all these elements. They've got great melodies. They have great musicianship. Um, and, and the music videos that they put together, too, are, are really like short films when we talk about that. I mean, there's a lot of thought that goes into... Just the the whole around you know three sixty degrees of, of what these guys do. And Sasha and Andre are just a, a, an awesome dynamic duo that really leads the charge with this. I loved their their live in Danville release that they did as well. Um, there's just there's so much to talk about um, with these guys, and and I really appreciated the time that they gave me, man. Their forthcoming album, uh, full length album, the pain that makes us grow is is coming out soon so stay tuned but uh you know to to hear toxic and uh to hear overcome man i'm i'm just really excited uh for this full length and we talk about that a little bit too we talk about the the meaning behind the name of it the pain that makes us grow there's just a lot of really cool common threads between the band and this show in terms of themes of persevering moving forward overcoming uh no pun intended with their latest single um, so, so there's just uh yeah man, there's a lot of love here, man, even though this is the first time i 've talked to Sasha and Andre, I just really, really appreciate what they do. I connected with their music uh, on a core level man and and again, a lot of the themes that they that they have in their music and just in their lives, as you guys will hear things that they 've gone through and you know, and we even talk about the the war with ukraine and and how they feel about that uh, and how that ties into their their new music that's coming as well like there's just a lot of common threads here and um it's just it's just cool when you connect with with uh you know good souls and and good people who also like to headbang so without further ado i'm gonna shut my big yapper and give you guys my conversation with sasha and andre of major moment
0: here it is (laughs)
1: guys well thank you so much once again man for for coming on the podcast i'm really excited to talk to y'all um major moment has done some really cool things over the last few years you know and uh and you guys are continuing to grow toxic is is doing well i believe it's your your biggest single uh initially out the gate and and i know the music video the last time i checked has almost forty thousand views just within the first month of of its release so Congrats on the success of of Toxic early on here from its release, and thank you for joining the show, you guys. All right, thanks, man. Hello, uh, happy thanks. to be here. Hello,
0: everyone. Thank hey, everybody. you So much. Yeah.
1: yeah. So just as we, as we get started here, for people who aren't aware of you guys, why don't you uh, you tell them your name and and what you do in the band, and uh, that way when when you speak, they they know what's up.
0: Well, my name is Sasha, and and this, this is Andre. Is Andre. And we pretty much do everything in the past. <laughs> we, <laughs> we sing, we play some synths, we write, we produce, uh, we film, <laughs> manage and do keep all keep going,
2: that. keep going. Social media management. Social
0: media management.
2: All the <laughs> promotions, advertisement, marketing, yes. yeah, all that good stuff. Uh you know, modern DIY musicians, they wear many hats.
1: Well, Sasha, Andre, once again, thank you so much for the time. Uh, I want to start with the pipes because you guys both got the the vocal ability. And for people who aren't aware, you're originally from Russia, right? Like, I I, I guess just a place to start is um, when did music grab you? When did you guys start going down the rabbit hole? Do you remember your first first music memory as far as uh, what made you go, oh, my gosh, that's something I want to get into?
2: <laughs> right the the rabbit hole is is quite deep uh for sure one of my first music memories um well got to be when i was a like a little little kid like i don't know 4 or 5 years old maybe um i grew up uh, in a family that is although not professional musicians but very much um music uh, involved and like music related people and my dad plays guitar and piano. My mom sings. Um, my both parents uh, they graduates of music school. Um, and you know, you can imagine like I was, I was introduced to music. I, I'm such a disappointment. I'm such a failure. Stop it. <laughs> Related to oh them, to be honest with you. But uh, you know, um, they're like classically trained and all that. <laughs> um, so they, it's not like they wanted me to to be a musician. That was never a thing. I guess. You know, but I was kind of introduced to music at an early age. um, Like, I went to music school for a few years as well. Um, You know, I was taught to play some piano. um, And, like, music was always on in our house. So, you know, and, and interestingly enough, like you mentioned, we're from Russia originally, but it was mostly, like, Western type of music that was on in our house. Same. um interestingly enough uh it was my mom was, is, was, is a huge fan of abba um my dad is a huge Beatlemaniac. maniac so uh there was like pop slash rock um uh, influences um that kind of touched me from early age yeah
0: and uh, i was born on the radio day actually on may 7th
2: international so... radio day yeah right?
0: so um It turns out the lyrics just come into my head anytime I hear something. So even though I didn't know English back then, uh, when I was a little kid, I was singing everything. (laughs) Gibberish. Gibberish
2: Gibberish English. Gibberish.
0: Then it became, uh, I learned English and then uh, it all started to make sense, you know, and I love singing from the day I was born, pretty much we were singing on the on the chair, on all the holidays, <laughs> um, but it all started more or less professionally when I moved to the States.
1: How and long uh, have you guys been, uh, how long have you guys been in the
2: States now? I've been here since 2006, uh, like living, um, and I first visited the States in 2005, so that's what, okay. uh, 18 years. years, 18 20. years, yeah, 18 years.
0: It's
2: been uh, nine years for me. I moved uh,
1: in two thousand fourteen. Oh wow! So when did when did the heavy music bug bite you guys? Because obviously you guys, I mean, there's there's all kinds of influences in your music, and I really like the cinematic elements. You guys have the synth elements, Um, even in uh, I believe it's "Living Your Life." There's that cool kind of like disco drum beat, (laughs) right? it back to like uh almost like corn got the life kind of that yeah cool... yep yep totally yeah, yeah. so, so um,
2: w- when did the when did the heavy music bug bite you guys so uh, i think uh like i mentioned my dad was more into like rock side of things like uh less heavy than metal i guess uh more on the melodic side but that that also uh made an influence made an impact on me and our current sound obviously uh but uh, the first uh, bands were probably the heavier, the heavy bands that I, I started listening to was were probably like started with like a little bit of Metallica maybe, and then uh, obviously the big influence, the big big influence is Linkin Park. And then there was, uh, well, I don't know how much.
0: Well, it was a big jump for me. Right. <laughs> I went. I was listening uh, to Britney Spears and Backstreet Boys, and then all of a sudden I heard. Uh, Toxic. <laughs> somewhere I belong. On uh, one oh, okay. of my 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 friend actually shared the song with me, and I was like, "Wow, that sounds so good!" And Linkin Park was all over the place back then. So, yeah, I really liked it from the first uh, lesson and started to discover more um, heavy music. So yeah, well, Linkin Park introduced me to this beautiful um, <laughs> industry.
2: Right. Uh, I, I was probably, I don't know, 14, 15 uh, when I first heard Linkin Park. And that was uh, when they just started. Uh, and They just had uh, One Step Closer and Crawling uh, back on MTV. Uh, when that was a thing. <laughs> yeah. Rest, rest in peace, MTV. Rest in peace. When
0: they used to play music. When right? they used to
2: play music, right? That was good old days, you know. <laughs> I I can't say that uh, I don't miss them. I miss them a lot. Um, you know, music videos, and and you could you could probably tell, like by the way we have our music videos done, that we kind of take uh, the book out of that, uh, take the page out of that book. Uh, from the MTV good old days, like with the cinematics and the story-driven visuals and all that. Like for us, it's important, even though MTV is gone, like we want to tell like stories, not only through our music, but also through our music videos and the artwork and visuals and like lyric videos and whatnot. Um, Yeah, so heavy music, MTV, Lincoln Park <laughs> good old days. <laughs> yeah, I, I sound like an old man I am, but uh, honestly, you know, it's, it's always like this uh, old man yells at the cloud kind of a thing. Uh, <laughs> you know, that somebody complains about how things were better, but those things were definitely better though. Like you you could turn on um, you know, TV and there you had some decent music playing. Like right now you can obviously turn on YouTube and have whatever that you want to be on that's gonna be on like access to everything but uh, the the downside of that is that just you know what's called like analysis paralysis you know just like so many options that you know you get lost in them it's like where do i begin so i guess uh, freedom of choice is, uh, is awesome amazing right but a little bit of curation i guess um you know, it's also, it's also yeah, it wouldn't hurt sometimes. You know, because like when I open Spotify, like I, I get dragged into seventeen different directions, and I don't, you know, even finish one song by the time I get served like another song. Like I, I see something flashy, and I switch the app, and oh, it's just a nightmare. Yeah. You know? <laughs> no, I I
1: relate to being like like an old man in a young man's body, man. I'm thir- I just turned thirty five. Well, yeah, March March fourth. Like I was telling you guys, I just turned thirty five um i was looking in the mirror today and i was like oh my god i hope i don't ha- am i am i having is my <laughs> mind receding or is there grays coming in my beard but hey man it's cool
2: <laughs> no you look great man
1: to get you, look great. you guys look great too man but uh but yeah i remember too very vividly when hybrid theory came out i was um i think i was in seventh grade because it came out in 2000 mm-hmm. and i i and man lincoln park um You know, they they they've come up numerous times on this on this show over the years with different artists. It's just so cool how their their influence two plus decades later, you know, sadly, with with, uh, you know, the the tragic passing and everything at Chester, like it's it's tough, but his music will continue to live on. But I think I think the first song that I heard was um, because I remember the music video, I think it was paper cut i think i think i heard paper cut and then i think i heard one step closer and i remember that music video Mm -hmm. and um crawling was the one that kind of like they crossed over a little bit and that and that one like more it was like more palatable i think for people who weren't into like the super heavy stuff Mm -hmm. um yeah you know uh and then it just kept going from there man but uh but yeah, hybrid theory. I think that's a pretty, uh, and it's cool because for a while people people kind of crapped on new metal, and I kind of feel like it's coming back now. It's cool. Oh, again. for sure. Oh,
2: you it's a hundred percent coming back. It's it's um... already back. It's back, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. If so... you
0: want it or not,
2: right? Whether you want it or not, it's back now. Yeah, for sure. Like so, so many. Like I was just listening to uh, uh, the podcast, uh, the other podcast with uh, the band from Ashes to New. I don't know if yeah. you're aware of them or not they get yeah. compared to like linkin park often um but what they were saying is like back when they were making music in in like the 2010s right 2012 2013 that's when it was really not cool to be a new metal band you know and and now it's 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 back and they're like oh finally we can <laughs> we can breathe you know and like nobody's uh judging us for being for having this new metal sound because back then they were like oh why are you doing this? This is totally not cool.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's, it's funny, man. And I, yeah, I got a chance to see them here in Nashville. Um, Memphis Mayfire was on tour with them and they were great, man. Danny case. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's a monster. He's got yeah. a great, great voice. And uh, you know, they do, they mix those hip hop influences and um, yeah. I think the guitarist had the seven string going. So yeah, I loved it. I mean, I grew up on all that stuff, man. Like, like for a while I feel like Limp Biscuit came became like a real target of like new metal <laughs> hate. And they're, oh, and they're yeah. again too. And I'm like I'm like, all of y'all talking smack on Limp Biscuit. I don't know how many of you guys want to follow them. Cause I don't think you'd <laughs> want to follow them. You know? <laughs> There's bands in this in this industry that you don't want to follow. And I, I would say Limp Biscuit is one of them. Seven Dust is another one. Very mm. he's still like it's weird to say that they're underrated, but I feel like they are because I feel like so many like like your favorite band would probably be like, Oh yeah, Seven Dust. But I, I don't feel like they get they don't they don't get as recognized as some other bands, but uh and then obviously like Metallica Corn, like there's bands that you don't want to follow. But I feel like for for whatever reason, Limp kind of became like that poster child of like hate on new metal. And I never really oh, understood yeah. you know what I mean? Because I sure. I love those guys too. But-
0: You also have to keep in mind that the perception in other countries are completely different, like uh, Nickelback, for example. I had no idea. that.
2: (laughs) That's a great example.
0: There's such hate over here. When I moved, it was a surprise. Right,
2: I don't think they're... In Russia,
0: they're very popular and nobody cares. (laughs) Right.
2: I don't think they're nearly as hated in Europe either, so it's like a U.S. thing uh, to hate on Nickelback. Um, You know, and after that, it kind of switched slightly to five finger death punch right and now who are we hating now <laughs> I well, don't we know. don't hate any, anyone so but yeah. like there's yeah. always this this band that everybody's uh talking about and and i i'm, I'm gonna be the first to say <laughs> i have a feeling i have a, i have just a feeling it's gonna be slip token for a while now <laughs> Yeah. I, I, I
1: love, I love sleep token, but I think it's one of those, I think it's one of those things where it's like, I don't know. I mean, as an American, I definitely like, and I'm guilty of it at times too. Like I used to kind of turn my nose up at country a little bit. Cause I, I liked metal, you know what I mean? So I was right. like, Oh, country, you know what I mean? Pop music. Blah, and I'm like, dude, I can't, I can't hate on pop. Cause like, I love, I love 80 stuff. Like Prince is one of my all time faves. He's a, he's a mm-hmm. kid. You know what I mean? And like, um, yeah. So, so I think the music snobbery, it's not, it's not good. And I don't like it in metal either. You know, there's always the the subgenres. you know, there's metal core, there's new, there's metal. a
2: lot of it. in metal. Yeah. A, yeah. I'd like
1: to see those walls start to come down. And I think that they have, like we, like we've been talking about with new metal, like that's, that's cool. Again, it's more accepted again. And you start to see these shows where, um, and maybe that's what's helping you know you see sort of the cross-pollination on the bills with with the the artists where you'll have a new metal band and then maybe you'll have a more metalcore band or you'll mm-hmm. have somebody like sleep token who's who's mixing in kind of like like r&b stuff into their sound you know what i mean like um... right
2: with pop and then metal and all of that yeah yeah that, that that's why i i brought it up because i, I think like it's it's uh, about the bands that you either love or you absolutely hate that caused this kind of a thing like with Nickelback, it's obviously, you know, they, they wrote some ridiculous bangers, you know, that are, that have like tens and hundreds of millions of yeah. streams. Right. Uh, but then again, people criticize them for kind of being um, formulaic with, with their writing, you know, and like they have six or seven songs that just follow the same kind of chord progression and all of that that that's not to say those are bad songs those are amazing songs you know like people especially if people can connect with them you know Definitely. but yeah there's a lot of people who hate on
1: Nickelback who secretly listen to those- yeah <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 mean, under I the blanket to listen well. to turn, turn yeah. on the,
2: all, all favorite uh, turn on the rock star and like all favorite songs from Nickelback <laughs> yeah
1: yeah, there. I, I always feel like the, you know, the crow that's the loudest is usually the, the most cowardly one. You know what I mean? It's like the people yeah. who kind of kind of have the biggest smile that's like, ah, deep down, come on, you bang some nickel <laughs> down. Right, exactly. And I, think, I, think, <laughs> I think a lot of it, too, I think a lot of it, too, is just jealousy. You know, there's people who are like, oh, you know, we're this and that, and they get all the attention. And And like you said, listen, I mean, whether people want to, you know, knock on them because they have. A bit of a formula it's like well what are they supposed to do like make songs that people don't want to listen to like right. go oh this works let's let's not do this you know what i mean <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> like
2: that would be stupid right like not to uh you know like you you release something and like all of a sudden it's like your best song ever like well f- from my perspective right like I, i'm in no way comparing myself to nickelback right when like the scale is is just so different uh but like we mentioned before uh toxic is now our like most successful release i guess mm-hmm. uh and before that was the flood but like we kind of tried to specifically not to write flood 2 and like we didn't want to write toxic 2 like we have a whole album of different sounding songs and like we're trying to explain to our fan base like they they've been asking us like oh like when is like another song like that is coming like can can you write like toxic mm-hmm. Or, like, the flood, too. We're like, well, yeah, I guess we can, you know, but like, we try to keep it interesting for ourselves as well. Um, we can definitely perfect the formula for sure, and maybe we will attempt, uh, at writing something that sounds somewhat similar to some of the songs that we, we had released before, uh, but. It, I think it...
0: it kind of subconsciously gonna happen anyways, because I think at this point we already have our sound and, right uh, whatever more or less yeah it, it's already gonna be like a major moment song, so but hopefully it's gonna be a little bit different than the previous one
2: right, and that was the goal with our or a
0: lot different
2: <laughs> right that was the goal with our new album that we wanted to write, like the, there's fourteen songs in the album four of them are out right now it's uh, the flood Dead, uh, no fear and toxic and there are 10 more songs uh, one of them overcome is coming out uh, in late june um we wanted to specifically write songs that are, that would not sound like well that that sounds exactly like i just heard <laughs> like two tracks before that you know we wanted to write like an album of uh, different sounding songs different moods um, but we kind of wanted to keep it, I would say, upbeat and energetic, um, you know, so it definitely does not sound like uh, anything off of One Small Step and and definitely doesn't sound like anything off the sequel either, mm-hmm. right? They're more uh, like hard sounding, like heavier, heavier songs, even if they're like mellow mood wise, mm-hmm. they, they have some pretty heavy guitars and, you know have heavier vocals uh heavier uh lyrical themes as well
1: it doesn't sound like i'm eating the mic by the way does it is it no no no, it's awesome okay (laughs) because i've listened to listened to a lot of loud music over the years so sometimes i'm I'm like am i projecting out loud too much um i'm kicking myself because you guys got such a cool setup i'm like man i should have uh been more diligent this week of getting my new computer set up so uh, well tr- t-
2: trust us when we tell you this was nothing short of a nightmare <laughs> <laughs>
0: <Get> <laughs> to, set every,
2: to set oh. everything up and like we wanted to set it up with like a, a nice uh sure sm7b microphone and we have like an audio interface nothing worked as we expected it to you know and then just like we had to roll with the punches and like uh, do certain things a different way. We have like a second right. camera set up over there that never worked either. <laughs> so we're we're figuring it out as we go as well. Yeah. So don't feel bad about it. At all always. right. Well, you guys sound great, man. Like
1: I said, I, I literally am using a, a Toshiba yeah. laptop right now and they don't even make them anymore. But it's got Harman Kardon speakers, which they've gotten 13 years of use. And uh, like I said, my my video looks like I'm from 2010. So it's all so so good.
2: My hey, YouTube- whatever works, works, you know? Like you gotta you gotta use whatever is uh you know at your disposal, right? Yeah.
1: Well breaking into that YouTube game, man. You know, I was like, uh, you know, and you guys know from commenters and we we'll get into it with Toxic, because I know it was inspired by a a hater on on the internet. But uh I was like, man, if I'm gonna put stuff on YouTube and really open up and be vulnerable and be out there like that i i know i'd probably get crapped on if i if i had like a really old camera and stuff so
2: like at least if i get a new laptop i'll look somewhat presentable but um it doesn't doesn't matter you know like no no, not 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 the it's it's like whatever the amount of money you're gonna spend whatever they set up you're gonna have like if you spend twenty thousand dollars somebody's still gonna say like oh those lights suck or something. you know (laughs) the lighting suck here or like, they're not, the, the the color palette is awful here. Or, or listen to the sound.
0: The bar is high right now. The like, bar is
2: very high. That is true.
0: everything about lighting and cameras and how to figure out the shot and everything. So it's difficult.
1: Yeah, I'm just, I'm just waiting for somebody to be like, hey, Mike, what's up with your face and your voice combo? Do you, <laughs> why do you sound like that? On the other
0: hand, it's better to start somewhere and then progress from there than just never attempt to do anything. That is
2: actually very true. And that's the lesson that uh, musicians need to kind of learn. A lot of like bedroom musicians need to learn is that, you know, releasing something rather sooner than later and then learning from your mistakes and then fixing those mistakes and adjusting is better than just sitting, uh, trying to perfect your mix for seven years, Mm -hmm. meanwhile, you have no feedback whatsoever on that, you don't know whether your songs are even any good, you know, or if people want to connect with them, just imagine how much further would you be uh, after seven years of releasing music and gradually getting better. And that's what we're trying to do in a way uh, with Major Moment as well, is like, if you listen to our first uh, EP one small step it it's a very well uh, done EP from the perspective of production and mixing and mastering. like we didn't spare any expenses there. So it's it's all professionally done, but like from the perspective of songwriting we could we could have probably fixed certain things here and there. Um, and obviously the the EP sounds uh, light years ahead of our home demos, right? But now we're getting to the point where our demos start to sound s- something like what you would hear on One Small Step, right? And then we're taking it to the studio to further perfect uh, and to work on production. It's,
0: it's like they say, the mix is never finished. it's uh, It gets abandoned.
2: Yeah, it's all abandoned. Yeah, <laughs> only abandoned. yeah that, that is very true actually yeah so we're, we're and like we're trying to we're, we're always fighting about this as well like sasha is uh good with like video editing so i always tell her tell her like hey listen like you just spend like eight hours on on uh working on something that people are just gonna be like wipe up in like less than three seconds like they're not gonna care the slightest about it and you you know like you can spend another month doing that video is not going to get that much better. It might get like 5% better, but like, will people notice that 5% chances are no, you know, maybe they care about more about the, the rest of that 95% than about that little tiny thing. You know, the some people are forgiven about like little things, but you got to know uh, where it's allowed probably. Right? right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And like we were talking about with the development of your sound, um, you know, I, I think I think the the artists that have staying power do a great job of that. Where it's like when you listen to Corn in you know twenty twenty two and twenty twenty three, it still sounds like Corn. But you know, you you know, if you follow the band, you see that progression from that first record. Um, I'm a big fan of Alter Bridge. You know, and yeah.
0: mm-hmm. you know
1: they're a band to me that you if you go back and listen to their early stuff. And then you you come up to, you know, their latest record, Pawns and Kings, like it still sounds like Altar Bridge, you know, whether whether uh you want to call it a a formula or just a signature sound, but they they expand upon it. Um, same thing with okay. like Seven Dust. I'm a big Seven Dust stand. I love Seven Dust too. And and so I think that's cool. And 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 going back and listening to your guys' earlier stuff and then listening to the flood and listening to Toxic. Um, you know, you guys have your own vibe. I'll just call it that, you know, because I mm-hmm. think I'm- Vibes a more positive word than maybe formula or maybe the way people think about formula or maybe i'm just way up in my head right now but (laughs) um but that's what i but that's what i like about um about what you guys are doing man genuinely like i i really enjoy um i'm a big movie guy too so i i right awesome videos and i love the the cinematic elements um because the music videos are really um they're almost like short films, what you guys are doing. Uh, you did the flood and then you did the flood epilogue where Sasha, you were in like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, did they bring the black water back? And then it starts to zoom <laughs> in, like, oh, it's black water again. You know what I mean? Right, so, right, right. Cool how, that you, how you guys have tie in So in my little rant here, I'll actually ask you guys a question and just say, when you guys are coming up with the concepts of the visuals to the songs, do you already kind of have an idea in your head when you're recording the music or is it not until you actually kind of like chalk it out and go, okay, like, I think this would be cool for the music video. What, which usually comes first is the, is the idea already there or does it come after the song is finished?
2: Oh, uh, that's that's an interesting question. Um, I'm trying to think. I, I think
0: maybe partially it kind of.
2: Subconsciously maybe, right.
0: Appears in the moment of writing, but not, like, the whole concept, though obviously, but some ideas maybe, because when you listen to something, I don't know, you visualize.
2: Um, Right, and when you write lyrics, like, when we sit down and and write lyrics, and, like, or rather go, like, um, during the pro-production sessions with Kevin, um, Billingsley, our producer, uh, we sit down, and, like, we kind of... uh, you know, break our lyrics apart and see what can be said in a better way, or like what can be better flow in with the music and all that. You know, so we fix little things here and there, and sometimes we sit down and like we, we literally try to explain like what this phrase is saying by using metaphors and like visuals and like. So from like when we write lyrics, I guess that there is this visual element. But do we necessarily end up making that music video is a different question. I guess it's just like a different place in the brain, you know, like that you go to. And like (laughs) when you write lyrics, it kind of specifically has to bring you back to writing the the better lyric. Um, And when you sit down and you brainstorm concepts and treatments for music videos, there's so many other variables now the song that it's done right and yeah. whether you remember what you initially thought about as, as far as when you were writing lyrics or not but now... also
0: you don't you don't want to be too like straightforward to is...
2: direct with with the meaning right yeah, like yeah. You, you kind of want to give visuals kind of the different story you know it's it's, it's a different story that outside of the story at least that we try to tell with the um with our music videos and obviously there's budget involved and uh you know there there are many limitations and when it comes to making a music video when while when you're writing lyrics like you don't have any like you can imagine whatever you want you know in your head and like draw from it when you're making a music video you're like well no we cannot have the (laughs) fast and furious
0: you cannot do that (laughs) yeah
2: we cannot we cannot explode cars and like (laughs) go complete bonkers with like Hollywood style uh, you know visuals and like visual effects although um, we started planning the flood um, right after we finished uh, writing it and Mm -hmm. we didn't have a mixed version or even a recorded version we just had like a rough demo of it and we went to Tyler um, uh, at the the Revelry Studios uh, who directed Um, the music video for the flood and we kind of sat down with him and explained like the visual idea behind the song and like what we wanted to do because it was super ambitious for us
0: his eyes when we said uh we want to flood the room i was like what (laughs)
2: went straight into the panic mode he's like no like how are we gonna do that like i don't know but i guess we'll make it happen
0: surprisingly he agreed and said yes after all so that was that was amazing.
2: Right. That was is a...
0: running away from
2: us. He <laughs> is, yeah. Like, I don't want to get involved in any more complicated projects <laughs> like, like the Flood 2 or any of those. So you guys figure something out. I, I'm I'm totally down to shoot like a, a simple performance video with you. But we're like, nah, we like we want uh another blockbuster.
1: <laughs> I gotta say the the melody in that um and that song, man, is like chef's kiss, like for real. And I'm not just saying to like oh. butter y'all's bread because you're kind enough to come on this podcast. Like that, like you know, when when you go into that, it's it's so cool. And um, you know, looking at because I think you guys also did a um a lyric video for that as well. And and that right. was yeah, that was cool to see that and like actually read the lyrics while I was listening to the song, kind of like the old school days. You know, you get out the CD. And you open yep. up, the, but, um, but the melody in that is so awesome. And what I loved about the music video for people who haven't seen it, definitely check it out. I mean, keep listening to the show right now and then after it's over, <laughs> but, um, right. but you guys had these, um, these characters in, in, in the music video and then eventually the the black water starts to kind of come in and rise and eventually flood. Um, and I was trying to figure out, and that's, that's what I was curious about asking you guys about, um, it was really cool. It almost was like, it's, it almost was like a dream to me, the way that music video was like, I feel like that's like, when you wake up from like a weird dream, and you're like, what was going on? Like, that's, that's, and I mean that in a good way. Like, that's kind of how that nice. video, when I watched it, it was like, this is almost like, I don't, and I don't want to say nightmare, because it wasn't scary, but it was just like, like just where you have things happen
2: in your dream, and you're like, okay. It was to... a nightmare to make. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, no. but
0: but a lot of fun. Too.
2: I'm joking. No, what I wanted to say is like you're actually spot on. Like you're you're hitting the nail on the head right now. As as far as like the weird dream. And it being more like a nightmarish kind of a feel to it, it definitely is 100% correct. And, like, that was all intentional. And, you know, I I have problems with, uh, you know, sleeping well. Um, So I I get nightmares and all sorts of things. So, like, I guess that kind of contributes (laughs) to the music videos. And our, our, like, whatever the darkness we have in our songs. um, Because I have those visuals and, like, it's always like something apocalyptic and some kind of freaking the end of the world situation. Right. Um,
0: Unfortunately, we only had one night to film this video, so I'm pretty happy. We, with... I
2: did, we didn't fit all my nightmares into one
0: night. <laughs> <No. either. laughs> <The US laughs> we have more time to film, but I mean, whatever we have, I'm pretty happy with.
1: So Andre, did that, did that music video then, was
2: it inspired by a dream? In, I guess in a way... Um, like I definitely had dreams when you know like there were there were like huge tidal waves, like kind of a scene from like interstellar movie when they you know uh land on that weird planet where time goes like super fast uh and then they get hit by one of those like huge waves, so that's definitely like an imagery out of my dream, hundred percent, and like everything gets destroyed in a way, terrible uh yeah, but not I didn't see uh the music video play out exactly like it did in my dream or 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 not even close but i guess certain elements like it's super hard to explain (laughs) but certain certain elements like i kind of borrow from from those and like i draw from those like nightmares and try to turn them into something that is like you know positive in a way so yeah because i i was almost um
1: i was almost thinking like was it kind of a play on like uh was it the seven deadly sins? Because the one right. guy I kind of uh he to me he represented like gluttony. gluttony like, yeah. The guy, mm-hmm. the guy that was he, you know, you put the cup on the table and he drinks it all, and then there's like the dessert thing and he smashes it and eats the whole thing. And it was kind of like he consumed mm-hmm. almost like too much, and then at the end, like it floods in um but yeah i thought i thought that was that was awesome and and with toxic being the the latest single you guys went all out for that one too there's the uh i don't even know what what do you call like the little droppers putting it in the the liquid and the guys in the torture chair like it was a cool um it was a very cool music video and i i guess for people who aren't aware kind of the backstory on that that single right is is you basically had a commenter who was peppering you guys like, "When are you going to do a new song?" And I'm tired of seeing you promoting this song. And then, and then, as trolls often do, they go back <laughs> under their bridge, and the guy just like d- disappeared. And you guys We've were- never
2: seen him again. I, I, like I, I'm, I'm shocked that with uh, as much promotion as we're doing right now. Like we haven't seen him at all. Like even even after we released Toxic. That would oh, wait, be a, do you
0: really remember who that was?
2: I don't remember the name. Yeah. But if I see uh, somebody commenting, <laughs> I might go and check who that is. And if I see the face or like I see the name, I'll be like, Oh, that's the guy, or like that's that's the girl. Whatever, that's the person, right? Maybe the song. Um,
1: like a, uh, it was like a, a break of like a spiritual cycle. I mean, not to get too trippy, but maybe that was kind of like what kept that person away. It's like, oh, now I can't come back and hate on these guys that he because now this song's out and and, and it's doing. It, <laughs> it was like good. Right. It was like good karma for you guys. You guys turned like a negative <laughs> into a positive, and then they had to see that, and they're like, I ah, maybe I should stay under my bridge. I shouldn't come
2: well, out again now. Right. Well, that's the idea. No, but we haven't seen him like. Uh... For years, so right. i I don't know what happened some hopefully nothing bad happened to to this person, and like he just decided that he's not a fan of ours anymore, uh, even if he ever, ever was, was. <laughs> right, which I don't think so like I would just, it it was nothing like that traumatic or damaging. it was just like you said, like kind of trolling us for like pushing uh the song, which at the time was the flood, you know, and, like we took took some time promoting that song. Uh, because it did so well with with our listeners. So we thought, well, you know, our listeners respond to it so positively, but we have such a limited amount of listeners, right? We should expand it to new listeners as well and, like, introduce the song to them. Mm-hmm. Hopefully they react well. And then the music video took a little longer, a lot longer than we expected it to, because we originally planned it to release Plan to release it like at the time the song come out, comes out, right? But that took yeah. an additional like six months of like editing and like making sure that's exactly how we wanted it uh, to be. Um, so by that time, we, we and then we released the whole uh, album of remixes with with the, with the, our friends. So from from this person's perspective, like he had the point, you know. Like we maybe we were pushing it a little too hard, um, but what people don't realize is that everything takes such a long time behind the scenes Um, from planning music videos, which in our case, like, we started planning uh, The Flood probably, like, eight months before it came out, you know. We started planning Toxic again back in uh, September, October Mm -hmm. of last year, and we filmed it in January, so that's four months, and then we released it uh, end of um april which which is another four months right nope. like three four months so everything takes much longer than we wanted to um uh, but that's probably because there's certain things certain elements we don't want to compromise on and like we don't want uh, to kind of have them not as good as we initially wanted right. nothing nothing comes out exactly like you see like we wrote the flood um and it's probably like 80% it, pro- it probably came out 80% as we wrote it right okay. some some scenes some some um some scenes had to be scrapped uh same thing with toxic some things didn't come out exactly like we wanted them uh we had some technical difficulties on set uh, that we were trying to fix in post so you know there's a lot um and while
0: well, Toxic was a little easier, I think. Because...
2: little easier. yeah, right. It, it was a lot easier, actually, because it's, it was basically our second project already at that point. But I would say the, we con- uh,
0: the concept-wise, uh, the flood was much easier to come up with than Toxic.
2: Yeah, maybe, right.
0: Because it's kind of like a very 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 relatable everyone knows what it is and like you don't want to be too obvious and the idea has to be something interesting and metaphorical if right. you wish. yeah so that's what we came up with
2: <laughs> but besides music videos taking forever also writing songs and like producing songs and promoting like i mentioned in the beginning like we wear many hats so you know it, we unfortunately don't have um, an extensive team of people we do have a team of people that are always there to help us out but else, they also on different projects and like with kevin uh our producer for example like he gets booked up months and months in advance sometimes you know and um, so what we've been doing is like we started booking se- sessions studio sessions with him before we even have anything at all like so by the time that this time is approaching we already start writing something and by the time we hit the studio we have those songs rather than have 10 songs, hit them up and then wait four months or five months before the studio is available, you know? So so those little things like the behind the scenes um, things that they, they kind of stay out of the view of a casual listener and like, they're not obvious. Uh, but yeah. unfortunately, that's the reality we're dealing with. Like everything takes much longer than we we were hoping for.
1: Well, an art is such a personal thing, too, right? I don't think people realize like you're you're essentially bearing your soul to people when you make a song and it's most people you know aren't that vulnerable in their in their daily lives, and they don't they don't understand what it's like to be that vulnerable. It's always easier to sit and point from your throne than it is to actually you know get in the mix and and have something to say or to be an athlete and to you know, to challenge yourself, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I have a ton of respect for, for musicians and, and, and what they do, because, I mean, like I said, like I stink on ice playing guitar because I don't really practice a lot, you know what I mean? <laughs> and uh, so, so I, 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 you know, even when I got to kind of like a, being able to like play, you know, seek and destroy, like at a, mm-hmm. at not even a mediocre level, like it's nothing I would have. <laughs> Like, I can't even imagine what it's like to actually be very talented and work very hard as a musician. I can't with,
2: imagine either. Man. You know,
1: <laughs> stop and come over the lyrics and, you know, and then like you said, you finally get to the point where you mix it. And, um, and I think a lot of people don't realize that about musicians too. If you ask any musician, they'll probably be like, no, the, the song is never done. Cause there's always something that you, you go back and you listen to it right." Everybody else hears that you've heard it a thousand times, and you go, "Oh, we we should have done that a little bit differently. Maybe we should have tweaked the drums a little bit here. Maybe that bass line
2: should have been this." So yeah, uh,
0: yeah. yeah, yeah, we listen to music differently too. Unfortunately, nowadays, <laughs> right, it's like analyzing,
2: We're always like dissecting uh-huh. each like song onto like different elements, and like we're judging everything. I guess not as a whole. But rather, like as a separate part as well, uh, which 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 is kind of sad sometimes, you know. Like I want to enjoy the music. I don't want to hear different instruments, and like I don't want to be judgmental towards the mix. Like back in the day, I had no idea what the mix is, and like I liked it, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but a hundred percent but the thing is like i wanted to bring up two points point number one is that uh like i you we made it a rule that we have to have some deadlines you know and like back when we started writing this record i was like i I want 10 songs to be done like by the time we hit the studio in the month of whatever whatever that was i think june
0: and then here we are driving to the studio and writing songs in the
2: car yeah that actually (laughs) happened like (laughs) <laughs> like i told you like we book everything in advance so like we we were short we, we were short on something and we we're like we have to write something we have two hours we have three hours in the car we better come up with a good damn concept right now <laughs> otherwise like we're gonna look into kevin's eyes and gonna be like well i guess we can just go home <laughs> because we have nothing you know like we, we, we actually tried to write toxic on the spot um yeah the, a couple of years ago uh we for started
0: the time. right. We
2: started working on that song a long long time ago like almost right after we released the flood and that didn't go well at all like we had like little bits and pieces but uh, you know kevin kind of started to get a little uh you know nervous about like wasting our time that we're paying for in the studio that we're not being as productive uh as a you know collective i guess right and but we've then, never done
0: this before we've too, never done I'm this
2: too. before but it's all good like doing nothing and writing nothing or writing bad stuff and then going back and fixing it, it, it. Even if you don't come up with a single line during that six hour session in the studio, that still work. You know, you yeah. still thought of something, you were doing something. And through that, it might lead you to some new ideas that are actually going to work. And maybe they're gonna, you're going to come up with them like on the spot, like nobody knows. Maybe you're going to come up with them in like 10 minutes. You're like, well, how did I, how did I not th- th- think of that <laughs> earlier? Right. So, so that was one. That's one thing. Right. You gotta, like, you
0: gotta embrace the suck. You have
2: gotta embrace the suck, one hundred percent. And like, you gotta you, at some point. Like, that's part of the reason. Part of uh, one of the reasons why why we're working with Kevin, uh, with the producer, is because like he's being, um, I guess, like he has his own deadlines. Right. He has uh, other projects after us. Uh, whether it's mixing or uh, there's a, a limited amount of revisions so we have to be like we cannot drag it for years and years you know we have to at some point say we, we want to let go of this like we have we want it as we we've done as well as we could at this time you know like there's nothing else we can do right now five years from now we'll probably listen to it and, and think well Mm-hmm. Now I would do things differently. So that's exactly what happened with one small step, right? That we released five years ago. Right now, I just I just listened to it um, a couple months ago, and I was like, well, yeah, I mean, it, it still holds up in a way. But I would tweak certain things here and there, you know. So who knows? Maybe uh, one of those days, maybe tenth anniversary or whatever, seventh anniversary, we're gonna go and revisit a couple of those songs. Who knows?
0: Right,
2: and uh, another thing I wanted to mention that I cannot even remember it. Right <laughs> <laughs> nice. See, music- musician's brain is just like, you know, goes all over the place. I will, I will eventually remember it. Uh, but yeah, S- Setting up deadlines is super important.
1: Yeah, for sure, for sure. I mean, even even doing this podcast, I relate to it. Like, I try to, I try to get stuff scheduled out so I'm not like. Oh crap! You know it's um it's time to release an episode on a Tuesday, and I you know what am I gonna do? Um, and thankfully it's gotten to a point where you know I I think people like coming on the show and, and finding and they're finding out about it. I'm like oh cool, there's people you know. It, it's nice when people want to talk to you, and you're you know you you're not having to fish as much. You know it's cool to be, but I relate to that man because I because like you guys, I do it all myself. I mean I book the guests, you know, and prepare for the. The conversation because i i don't like to waste anybody's time you know and i love totally. music I, I like to listen to the music and i try not to to ask like you know i guess
2: mundane questions uh so i hope you're not bored um, oh but... not at all we, we appreciate it by the way yeah, you yeah. know and like that that is uh that is what makes a professional a professional you know like that amount of homework that you did you know and like you're you're we're chatting with you as if you were a part of the process for five years. You already named all our releases. You already listened to all of them. Like so you already know a little bit of our backstory, you know. So so we're talking to you. We're not we're not answering the same questions that we get asked all the time and we don't start like from day one, even though like it's 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 cool to go back and like right. revisit um <laughs> our humble beginnings and whatever the humble stage we're at right now. And by the way, I just remembered uh, the the first thing that I wanted to say before that, that was, uh, you know, like you, you brought it up that um, vulnerability, right. And how difficult it is for artists to like, you know, kind of bear their soul and let it all out there into the world. I'm thinking like there are probably like different stages um although it always remains in a way like if you have zero listeners right and and you think like oh what if nobody's gonna care about what i have to say and that's probably true (laughs) nobody's gonna care (laughs) if you have zero listeners like there's there's a long way to the top if you want to rock and roll right so like i'm thinking about um you know like the I guess there's less pressure in a way, you know, for like somebody who's just releasing the music. That's also the reason why you have to start releasing music as soon as you can. Um, Because when you already have a thousand listeners or 10,000 listeners or a hundred thousand listeners, you're going to be releasing your music and your thought process is going to be like, Oh, what if those people who care don't like it? You know? So that's a different, um, Part of it, and it kind of also impacts you as an artist as well. Like, you know, like maybe it's limiting in a way as well. I don't think it is for us at this stage yet, but I think the pressure is definitely there for like bigger bands that had like hits written, right? And it's always like uh, this symptom, uh, syndrome of, of the second album. Once mm-hmm. the first album is is like a huge hit, like in case of Linkin Park, for example, um, you know they were always questioned, like, are they gonna be able to follow up with the material as strong as Hybrid Theory? And you know they proved everybody, all their haters wrong, right, by following up with the uh, what people would consider maybe even a stronger album. Who knows? Right. But what people don't realize is that before they they always say like the debut album of Linkin Park like Hybrid Theory. But what people don't realize there's like six or seven years right, or at least at least five years of work, and at least one official release, even though like self release of their EP mm-hmm. uh, before they signed to Warner Brothers, you know, and before they had Hybrid Theory. So there were a lot of failures in those five years before success or with like hybrid Spirit theory. Box,
0: for example. Or like right. Spirit
2: Box, right? The, you know, not everybody knows that they had the band before that. uh, I wrestled the bear ones. And that was like, they had a decent success, uh, but not not nearly as as huge as they have with Spirit Box right now. And the first few singles of the Spirit Box release, they kind of went under the radar as well, right? Before they came up right. with the Holy Roller yeah so th- there's a lot of things that are happening behind the scenes that are mo like both fascinating and kind of scary in a way
1: do you guys feel like uh and Sasha and Andrea thank you again so much for taking the time to to do this. I really appreciate it. Do you guys feel like um you know just building on that that you you guys are at a point now in in your music and your careers doing this with major moment that you feel like you know how to strike that balance of Hey, we we enjoy this and and we know that the people who really who really ride with us are gonna enjoy this too. In other words, like if it means something to you and you know you're being authentic, you know it's gonna reach somebody. Cause I I know that probably is a struggle with artists where you get to a certain point where, like you said, you have a really successful single like the flood. And on one end you're going, Okay, like we have the flood, but you know, we're gonna get bored if we try to write the flood part two and we don't wanna do like a walk down version of that so let's just make let's instead of chasing like the flood wave no pun intended like let's let's try to make something <laughs> that's exciting it's to us, you know what I mean like um, does but does that make sense do you guys feel like you're at a place now as songwriters and as musicians where you know like you know if it feels right and you don't worry too much about the fans or do you is it kind of like a 50-50 thing
2: so awesome. <laughs>
0: I think we're at the point where we just write music what we like, whatever we like. Um and I mean I, do you feel limited? I don't feel limited. I don't I don't point. think
2: so, but like before the release i am uh... like
0: give me more, like let's me let me try this and that and let's just throw it all out and see what happens. Like see, we
2: like, would try it. experiment.
0: Yes, but to the extent, yeah.
2: <laughs> like we, we try to not think about whether or not the fans are gonna like it, like when we write something, I guess. But then by the time <laughs> it's time to release the single, that's when it hits. Like, oh, are they gonna really like it? Like we had a feeling that they would enjoy uh, "Toxic." That's why we, we kind of uh, put this foot forward.
0: Oh yeah, that 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 stage when you're. Um setting up the releases from the album like which goes first and second and third like that's that was hard
2: <laughs> right but there are there are other songs on the record that are a little more risky i would say and a little less conventional than, than toxic is uh but we think uh once people see this bigger picture um you know maybe if they listen to one song and that was their first song they'll be like oh, i don't know about that but maybe if they see a bigger picture within the album, like in the context, they're going to see why we did certain things um, in a certain way. Like there are some songs that, you know, uh, don't sound like, like I mentioned before, like they don't sound anything like we released before. And like, they, they're really difficult to compare with anything that other artists do. Uh, like they're not pop. They're not rock. They're not like metal core. They're not metal. Like we're some, somewhere in, in between of those genres and like I, I like it in a way, but for some people it's always going to be hard to like connect with that and uh, relate to that, I guess, because it's it's really difficult. Like you, you're going you're gonna to have to like certain elements in pop music and certain elements of metal and not everybody does and that's totally fine. And uh,
0: You know, we're just telling the story and if that story relates to someone, well, that's great. And if not, then that's okay too. We just right. doing what we think and what we and yeah, like. If not, there's
2: always Nickelback. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. No, I, I wish we were uh, uh, a slight bit <laughs> as successful as Nickelback, obviously, and as, as good songwriters. But our next song is uh, exactly that. Like that's our poppiest song, poppiest chorus we've ever written, and it has one of the heaviest parts. Uh, over the bridge that we've ever written, so it, it's a it's a weird blend, and I and I, I really think that people are gonna be and it's the shortest song we've ever written. It's like a, almost under three minutes, I think.
0: And it's about overcoming difficulties, right?
2: So very relatable to the theme of the uh, podcast for sure.
0: Yeah, well,
1: before we uh, before we wrap it up, and thanks again so much, you guys, for doing this, man. It's been great talking with you, and I'm I'm really excited for for what you guys have in store. Um touching on what we're talking about, just building on it, uh, I really love the name of of the forthcoming full length, the the pain that makes us grow. Um, I relate a lot to that, especially these last couple of years and and uh some of the stuff that I've gone through. And I'm not playing the world's smallest violin for myself, man, because I got a great life and there's there's people who have a lot worse than me, but um The past the past two years of my life, ironically, I've had these periods in my life where I feel like professionally things are going well. But then like personal life, it was just like a friggin roller coaster. And I don't know if a lot of people can relate to that where it's like one thing is great. And then the other thing is like, what the hell? 100%. Definitely. 100%. 100%. But but yeah, I went through a really... a really difficult breakup about two years ago that I I didn't really see coming, and then looking back in hindsight, you're like, ah, oh, there's probably some stuff I missed. You know, we we got the rose-colored glasses on sometimes when we're in love. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there was there were several people around me who passed away more than in any other part in my my you know three decades on this planet. And um, you know, but going through grief, going through loss, going through death and pain. Um, you get to a point where you're kind of just like numbed out, you know, you're all out of tears. You're all out of all the stages of grief, anger and sadness Mm -hmm. and bargaining and whatever, you know, and uh, eventually you're like, okay, man, I just got to like build, build myself back up. And this podcast was, was a great creative, you know, beacon for me in a lot of ways um, and being able to connect with people and just get out of my head and go into my day job and being able to work and stuff um but i say all that to say when i saw the the name of the album title and i was reading about you guys in addition to listening to your music that i really related that to that concept a lot about pain making you grow and and using darkness as a way to 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 get to the light cuz i think oftentimes as humans like um i think people i don't know maybe it's just kind of how we're trained with with media and stuff that's out there that darkness is scary you should be afraid mm-hmm. of it it's not something you should access, and I feel like a lot of times those are the people that explode because they bury things yep. so much 100%. and they shove it down so much, and then it just comes out at the wrong time or the wrong person. And they're at JC Penny and they're like, "I thought these pants were fifteen you know? dollars." <laughs> <laughs> you know
2: what I mean? You should, you, should, you should have seen me. You should have seen me literally an hour ago.
1: <laughs> and it's not even about. It's not even Get, about the getting ca- mad
2: about the cameras and all of that. <laughs> the setup.
1: Yeah, it's not. It's not even about that's a good one. (laughs) You know what I
2: mean? It's about
1: it's about all the other stuff that they didn't they didn't take care of. So anyway, my little rant here. Like I I really related to that, and um, you know, and like I said, you know, things like the flood. Looking at the lyrics to that, you guys, uh, I feel like again are, you know, kindred spirits here with with the message of what you're trying to get across in your music. So it's a long way of saying I'm excited to listen to the whole thing. But before we wrap it up, can you guys talk a little bit about just the The title of the record and um, that concept of of using pain as as growth in in your life.
2: Yeah, we we appreciate it, man, and uh, you know we're we're happy that you're uh, you're able to relate to the to the title of the album. Um, And it's it's actually great that you brought it up because the title uh, was inspired by one of the lines from the upcoming song "Overcome," uh, which goes, uh, "If we overcome the pain, we will grow." so we decided to like transform uh, that line into the title of the album mm-hmm. but uh we we named it uh, like this because when we were writing it we were at a very dark place and we started writing portions of it um and, and all of this we decided that all of the songs like they, they were kind of coming from the uh, from us experiencing some kind of loss uh, you know, or us being, us feeling like defeated, um, and broken uh, in a way. Uh, certain portions, like the flood, for example. You know, it was inspired uh, by several of our band members quitting all in the same day, and we were sitting there like thinking, well, "That is that the end? Like, where? What else are we gonna do? Like, there's only two of us left. You know, the, and there's nobody else. Like, there, there's no drummer. There's no guitarist. We have a show coming up. Like, what are we going to do with it? Right. So, that we started writing about that, and then it transformed into more of a song as a perspective on like humanity, uh, you know, not caring about what they leave behind. Kind of like a metaphor about the band members leaving the band and not caring what they leave behind. Like, whatever the state that is, like, we thought like they're being a part of something bigger. Uh, they didn't feel that like that, obviously. Uh, with uh, toxic, well, I wouldn't say it was the pain. It was like you know, oh, we we got hurt a little bit. That's okay, <laughs> you know. Not 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 the the biggest pain ever. Uh, with overcome, uh, the song is dealing about us as artists actually, um, and the difficulties that we go through and the constant rejection that we're going through every day, and like you have to get over that, you know, and it's difficult and the vulnerability and all of that and certain songs that they were inspired by this uh, Russian uh, aggression towards Ukraine and us being Russian that was a shocker uh, in a way yeah. but now like, Still
0: cannot get over. but
2: now like you say you know inside 2020 right we could probably see certain things go bad uh, you know over the years, uh, but for us it was like uh, a, sh- a shock, you know. And we, we were sitting here thinking, like, how we how is our, the, the government of the country that we were born in that we can that we we were a part of that we grew up in is doing something so horrible. Um, why they're doing this, like, and all 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 sorts of lies and explanations uh, that they feed. Uh, you know Russian population right now is just horrible yeah. uh, so we lived that period of time uh, thinking maybe that's going to be the end of the world maybe it's going to uh, turn into third world war or a nuclear war and <laughs> nobody knows if it still will so right? many still families can.
0: were broken it's like it, right. it's really hard to wrap your head around it so we just Thought that we're gonna express everything that we're feeling in the in the
2: in the songs, right? And we have certain songs that are talking about that topic specifically. Um, we we were sitting uh, reading news twenty four seven. It was so unhealthy. We were reading news uh, and like right now you read the news as they come out. You know, several minutes after something happens, you, it's already in the news, mm-hmm. right? So you can imagine like sitting doom scrolling. Uh, for twenty four seven, it's it's not very healthy. And like we were, the, we were the we were going crazy with it. Uh, and like at, uh, after that, I said, well, let's just try to write something, you know, and like try to find positive in the negative. Um, and we think that the overall theme of kind
0: all- like a therapy too. Oh, of, of
2: course, yeah, hundred percent, yeah, exactly. Um, like we have something to say, you know, but like we also go through that phase where nobody wants to listen to them sometimes, you know? And, like, we have some people who who are on the same page with us as far as, like, our stance on, on the whole uh, aggression and, like, on, on the whole war. And there are some people, even in our immediate family, who are like, no, what are you talking about? Like, you're, you're a child. Like, shut up, you know? You don't know what you're talking about. Our government is the best and, like, all of this crazy nonsense. Mm. Um, so, you know, there was a lot of personal attachment to that and like we we felt it personally um so we wanted to express something uh that we want people to hear who just didn't want didn't know who to tell it to and i I guess now everybody's gonna listen
1: (laughs) well i you know and again i um you know i think that's something that uh, has been touched on a little bit and thank you for sharing that um because i i can't even imagine you know i mean we're all watching it here in in the States and, um, it's, it's, it's horrible to see, but I think in some ways, sadly, um, with the mass shootings and stuff that happened here and and the violence here and and it's sad to say, but I think people get desensitized to violence. Um, it scares me, you know, the lack of empathy you see sometimes. Um, and I think when it happens in another country, you, you, it's like, I don't know, in a lot of ways I kind of feel like not to speak for all Americans, because what do I know? <laughs> but I do feel like maybe it's not even an American thing. It's maybe it's a human nature thing where until something's beaten your door down, right? You don't, you know, yep. it's not real to you or, or you can't yep. you can't imagine it. So for you guys to to you know be natives of Russia and and see those horrible things happening, um you know, I, and I, I don't think a, a lot of Americans realize that that there's a lot of Russian citizens who who want nothing to do with that. I mean, I think that was a very powerful moment. I think it was last year. Now it's kind of crazy how all the days sort of bleed together. But right. you know, yeah. Russian citizens who were protesting, like we don't, we well, don't. Well,
0: partially that. the the point is to express our position on that too with the album and with the songs. To, like express our position and I guess to be uh, the voice of uh, so many Russian people of those
2: people who really don't want to do anything with that and like who feel that the, the pain that uh well obviously it's hard to compare because like you know it's it's the Ukraine that's getting bombed right now right, right? so I uh, i wouldn't be like comparing the pain but like we also feel the pain and like imagine like you brought up like mass shooting right like the, the closest comparison i can draw is like imagine like a close relative of yours or like a significant other became a mass shooter and you would be like oh like what could i have done to to stop it you know how did that happen like did I play any part in that like there's a lot of like darkness and like difficult thoughts Uh, that go uh, through the mind and and you always question, like, well, what can you do? And, like, you try to do something little to help, uh, whether it's just, you know, whatever the means of supporting the other people, Uh, the people on the other side, because, you know, obviously, you know, we used to call, like, Ukraine, like, our, like, brothers and sisters like and citizens of ukraine obviously that's thrown it's out of
0: the closest country right Russia. obviously
2: that's thrown out of the window right now and i rightfully so like um we totally understand all the anger and like it's hard not to um but we want to be the voice of the people uh who are against that you know and we want to tell the story about like how not everybody is uh in agreement with what's happening there you know and a lot of voices are being silent uh, silenced right now a lot of them are jailed uh, for you know just protesting or saying something or like, even
0: a post on social media post on wild. social
2: media exactly and we're so lucky to to live in a country where like we feel safe you know and from 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 this safety like we, we want to Say what we think about the situation, you know, and like express the pain uh, that we felt. And yeah, I I hope more people are are gonna be aware of the situation. And I hope uh, some at some point uh, there's gonna be a a peaceful, rather peaceful resolution to whatever extent it can be. uh, After after all this nightmare and all this violence, it's crazy
1: yeah it's 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 tough you know but i i'm um i i, I always think uh that that cooler has prevailed, you know um yeah and there's been a lot of uh horrible things that have happened throughout history of mankind and and uh i always go back to just like the human spirit is very strong um the human mind is very strong and it can be used for good or bad but i i think if you look at you know throughout history there's always been uh at least it seems like, right? Like cooler, cooler heads
2: prevail. Mm-hmm.
1: And You know, we, we go through difficult times and it ebbs and flows. And sometimes people have insatiable, uh, appetites for power and, you know, yeah. you know really ruthless Definitely. and it's, and it's really scary. Um, but I, I think there's a lot of good people out there, man. And, and I think the fact that you guys, um, using, your musical gifts to be able to express that is a, is a really beautiful thing man um and i think there's a lot of people who know that there's a lot of russian people who don't want any of this to be happening so all Thank you can you. do i mean i hate the uh i hate the the old tropes of like thoughts and prayers cuz it seems like gosh i like you said you wish you could do so much more but at the same time man i know that there's a lot of people who who, who who are feeling for what's going on over there and, um, you right. know, it sucks to feel helpless, but at the same time, I think the fact that you guys have an outlet is a really cool thing and that you're using your voices to express that. So kudos to you guys for that, man. Yeah.
0: Music, music really helps in many ways. And, you know, right. um, I always thought that I'm so strong mentally. I've been a professional tennis player for the whole, whole my life. And, uh, it really shook me. Like I, I, I thought that I needed to, a therapist or something. It's really hard to go through all of that. And with music, we were able to get out of it at least a little bit, at least to some extent. You
2: right. Know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and, and therapy and therapy is, is helpful, man. I mean, I, I'm not ashamed to say it. Like I've, I've, I've got an awesome therapist just with my own anxiety and the stuff, uh, that I go through and, and uh, you know, sometimes it's good to talk to people. Um, but on a positive note um, I know that was really heavy stuff and I appreciate you guys going there with me. Cause um, I don't do this for exploitative reasons or anything like that. And anytime right, obviously. Death <clears throat> and destruction and that kind of stuff, it's really horrible, but um, to put a positive button on that, I guess I would just say, again, I'm, I'm, I'm grateful that you guys do have an outlet and I'm, and I'm grateful that you guys are using your voices um and, and the freedoms that we have in this country to express it and uh and you guys are connecting with people i mean it's cool to see the listeners that you guys have i mean the hundreds of thousands of views that you have in your music videos like it's it's well deserved you guys are putting the time in and um and you're using your creative voices for good, so that's really cool um well just to to wrap things up uh sasha and andrea I, again, I just want to say thank you so much for your time. It's been really cool chatting with you both. Thank Again, you so much
2: for having us,
0: man. <clears throat> I'm a, I'm Thank you. It's
1: been a pleasure. Fan. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, I'm a genuine fan of what you're doing. And um I'm really excited to to listen to the whole thing. And I I guess just as one last question here, um, even though you guys said your night owls, I'm already twenty minutes over what I said I was gonna keep. <laughs> oh, that's, a,
2: that's totally cool, man. Don't <laughs> but, worry about it. With the least
1: with
0: the we're show, having a good time.
1: Exactly. Right. <laughs> well, with with the theme of the show being perseverance in moving forward, um Anything that you guys want to share with the listeners out there, as far as you know, things that you feel like have been helpful for you guys in tough times that you fight, feel like might be somewhat universal to somebody who's struggling, listening to this right now. Whatever it is,
2: right. Well, for me personally, I guess uh, I'm I'm going to the dark dark place a lot more often than Sasha is. <laughs> Sasha, so that's that's why we married and it works. <laughs> Sasha always drags me out of. Uh, those uh, dark moments uh, but I guess for me it would be you know like you're you're feeling awful right now and, and, and you might think it's not going to get any better but they're going and it, to and it's going to have uh, the life I had is going to have a lot of dark moments and pain and terrible stuff probably but it's also going to have a lot of beautiful things as well so you know you, you might want to focus on that and I'm looking forward to the beautiful stuff in my life, you know. <laughs> um, whenever I, I'm feeling uh, terrible, um, I just kind of think about the path that I've already walked, uh, right. you know, and, and whatever. little you might like,
0: be just a few steps away from that finish From line something great
2: happening, right? And like everything. some am- amazing euphoria moment. And you know for a lot of people who are struggling with like mental health and like you know artists are obviously um, partially very much <laughs> yeah train wrecks right <laughs> yeah. very much struggling with mental health um it's it's difficult to like see um the light behind you know at the end of the tunnel so to speak uh but but it's it's there, and you know little little achievements. Uh, that, that we already that I already had, and we already had, and little wins. Uh, I kind of think, well, that wasn't that bad, you know. It was worth the try, um, even if we failed at something. You know, it's, I usually try to look at it, at it from the positive perspective, like, oh, we could have done better, but you know, th- there's a lesson there to be learned. Uh, no losses, only lessons. <laughs> is, that, is that the line from our new song or what? <laughs>
0: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: All right. Uh, spoiler free.
0: No. Yes. Just never give up. If you believe in something, if you want to do something, you just gotta go for it and uh, enjoy the process. Hopefully, even if it will suck and it will be painful at times, but um, that's life.
1: All right. I can't thank you guys enough for for taking the time to come by the podcast and for giving me almost an hour and a half of your time. Uh, I hope I didn't rant too much, but uh, for people who are, who are unaware of, of major moment uh, and I'll put up the links obviously in the podcast description for everybody listening, but uh, let them know where they can find you.
2: Uh, Anywhere. anywhere. You can find us anywhere. (laughs) Our
0: official website is major dot com. There are all the links there. We have a beautiful merch we just made beautiful vinyl and cds of our new with our new um album that you can purchase and listen to the album much earlier than it will be available on streaming which is cool um and obviously facebook instagram TikTok. right? whatever
2: social media you use we're there to a certain extent instagram. you know and we, we're uh... Uh, we're lucky to be in a position where we can answer all comments ourselves and like all DMs ourselves so we always encourage our listeners like whenever you know they have something to say or like whether it's a good thing or a bad thing uh, they definitely should feel free to say it and even if they say the bad thing it can lead to the most successful release of our career
0: you know now (laughs) go ahead
2: (laughs) go ahead and try yeah (laughs) Yeah,
1: Sasha, Andre, thanks, thanks again so much, man. I, I'm really, uh, I'm stoked for you guys, and uh, I'm glad that you're turning negatives into positives and, and using your music to connect with people and inspire people the way that you guys are chasing your dreams, man. Like for real, when when you think about when I think about people, you know, coming to this country um, and and learning the language and stuff, like and and making really awesome music, it's really inspiring for people like me. I feel like there's a lot of times in my life and still I, I don't like to admit it where I let fear get in the way. And, and then I think about people like you guys, you know, coming from a different country, uh, building a life here and chasing your dreams. And I'm like,
2: uh, if, if they're doing it, I have no excuse.
0: Exactly. Man. We appreciate
2: it, man. And actually, you know, that's uh, one of the reasons uh, you know, why we got into music in the first place and why we, that's one of the goals of major moment as a, as a band, as a brand or, whatever you want to call it, that's part of us, uh, that uh, we kind of draw from the inspiration and from the influence that uh, our idols, you know, or like Linkin Park or whatever the band, your favorite band of all time is, Seven Dust, right? And like the the, the impact that those records made on you as a person and made us on us as people. And I want to, like, we want to appreciate it and give whatever we can back into the music community, right? And, like, hopefully our songs and our story inspires somebody like yourself, like you mentioned, you, you find it inspirational. Like, we really appreciate it because that that really is close to our heart, you know, and uh, that that's what we want to do. That's why we decided to do it. It's not because we think, like, we're the best musicians or, like, we're...
0: Definitely not. Definitely
2: <laughs> not. Or, like, we're, like, the best songwriters, but maybe that trial and error uh cycle that is slowly getting us somewhere, or at least it seems so.
1: <laughs> right.
2: Right. Well they already got us that far. So that's yeah. awesome, right? Um hopefully it inspires other people to kind of get out of their shells uh and get out get away from that fear um of not them being not significant or not important or not enough or something like that. You know, so we want other people to go and experience life and you know be brave with your life decisions and you know be smart about it and pursue whatever the goals you have because that's the only life like we're aware of so far <laughs> and you know what's the reason to not you know leave it to the fullest be
0: the best versions of yourself right
2: right exactly
1: well I think that's a, a beautiful place to end it you guys thank you again so much for taking the time I really pre- appreciate it and uh, please stay in touch man I uh, absolutely, oh, absolutely. listen to live so Nintendo, man. like uh I, I, I'm i excited one day to see you guys live, man. You guys had that cool slow build that you came out to. I'm like, all right, major moment, here we go. So check <laughs> out live and Danville too. Listen to it, man. Don't sell, don't sell your guys uh don't sell yourself short, man. Like I know you you joked a couple of times, like not being the greatest musicians and stuff, like, it's I all know.
2: work in progress, you know like we 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 think uh we can do much better and we know we can do much better, that's part of it, you know uh just just like you know, when we just started making music, people were making some people were making fun of us, like, oh, this is like not great, this is not very professionally done, like yeah, I know, I know like what do you think i'm stupid <laughs> you know but that's 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 the, those are the tools that i have that then this is the inspiration i have at this point and five five years from now it's gonna get better and five years from today it's gonna get even better so it's 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 all like a constant growth work in progress Work in progress, right and it's all, all all about the growth getting back to the title album title
0: that's right
1: well i think you guys are doing a great job pain that makes us grow coming
2: soon sasha andre thank you so, totally. much. Thank you so much thank bud. you so much yeah nice talking to you appreciate you thank you you're welcome see you <laughs>
1: Righty-dighty, there you have it. That was my conversation with Sasha and Andre of Major Moment. Make sure you go follow these guys on Instagram at major.moment. Their website is majormomentband.com. The links to all of their stuff will be in the podcast description for this episode. So just scroll down to the bottom of that podcast description, hit those links, and go follow and support Major Moment, especially if you love modern rock, hard rock, metal, pop metal. Once again, if you're a fan of Star Set, Bring Me Their Horizon, I Prevail. Those types of bands, you will love what these guys are doing. Again, I love the balance of melody uh, with the musicianship. Their latest single, Overcome, is out now. Go run up those numbers. Keep listening to Toxic. Keep listening to The Flood. Go back and check out their early EPs, One Small Step in the Sequel, and keep an eye out for the pain that makes us grow their forthcoming full length. I- I'm just really excited for these guys, man. Once again, I just want to say to Sasha and Andre... You guys, thank you so much for taking the time to come by the podcast and give me more than an hour of your time. It was really great speaking with you and learning more about how you got into heavy music, you know, getting your perspective on a very awful, difficult situation that's going on with Ukraine. Um, I, I just I really admire what you guys are doing. It really inspires me to continue to do what I'm doing as well, man. Uh, you know, when I think about the tough days that I have, when I think about some of the stupid stuff that I complain about and that I worry about, I think, man. Sasha and Andre came over here from Russia, learned the English language, are making dope music, dope music videos, and inspiring people and connecting with people in a positive way along the way. And even when there's a negative interaction with a troll online, they turned it into a positive and made Toxic, which has become their most successful single out the gate, uh, I think, of any of their releases, you know, so – Uh, so, so let that be a lesson to everybody, man, about turning negatives into positives and just chasing your dreams. So Sasha and Andre, once again, I I can't thank you enough. I truly mean it from the bottom of my heart. I really love the music that you guys are putting out. And I think that your story really is, is a great one to share with the listeners of this show to just go after what you love, man. Um, you know, I was having a conversation earlier today with my dad talking about life and, you know, where I'm at and kind of the things that I'm, I'm, I'm going through and where I want to go and all that. And, uh. You know, life is really short, you guys. I'm 35, and when I was young, it's funny, man. I remember, you know, as a kid in school, you know, uh, you'd have different adults that would come and speak, you know, whatever they were, you know, whether it was uh, local professionals in the area. I remember we had the weather guy, Jay Birschback came and talked to our class, and he's still there in Toledo. I don't know if Jay listens to the podcast, but if you do, what's up, Jay? Um, And I remember Rick Judson from the Toledo Storm came and spoke to us, and I remember that stuff, you guys, like it was yesterday and I was like nine, 10 years old and now I'm 35 and when you're young, you think you have all the time in the world and then you grow up and you get older and now I'm like, dang, in five years, I'm going to be friggin' 40 years old, dude, you know, which nothing wrong with being 40, but, um, you know, I remember being in college like it was yesterday. I remember being in high school like it was yesterday. I remember Jay Bursch back and Rick Judson coming to talk to our friends. You know, fourth and fifth grade classes, whatever it was when I was a kid, I remember that like it was yesterday, and that was like 25 years ago, man. So, whatever it is that you want to do with your life, um, you know, we we all want to live to be old and gray into our 80s or 90s, right? Or, or at least you think you're going to get there. And you know, the sad but true reality is that there's a lot of us who won't get there. Um, and and you know, that's kind of a a scary thought in some ways, but it, but in other ways, it's also empowering to just really truly do the best you can every day to pursue who and what you really love, man. Um and, and I'm I'm definitely guilty of letting fear get in the way a lot in my life and I'm finally at that age where I'm just like, you know what, man, like forget that. You know? Like I, I've got one life to live. Tomorrow isn't promised to me. And I've I've been very fortunate uh to 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 grow up in a country with the freedoms that I have uh, to grow up with, with two parents who, even though they got divorced, they, they, you know, made sure that we were loved made sure we were fed. And they taught us about hard work and and how to treat people, you know, and I, I'm so grateful for, for my mom and my dad for that. And I, I have two really awesome step parents. Um, you know, I, I, I've, I've just been really lucky and I've been really blessed, man. And so I, I don't take that for granted. And, um, you know, sometimes I get sad when I think about I've I've let fear and anxiety and these things get in the way in my life. And it's never totally deterred me or, or totally uh, overtaken me and, and prevented me from doing stuff like this. Um, and, and doing this podcast or, you know, getting in front of a camera for the first time when I was, you know, 22 years old, you know, f- fresh out of college and, and never, never thought I, w- I would do broadcasting. And, and, and that really opened up Other aspects of my personality and led to me doing this podcast. So if you're, if you're one of those people that like me, you can, you can go into hermit mode and go into your comfort zone. Uh, Just know that it's those moments where you challenge yourself and you step outside of that box, that, that life really opens up and a lot of beautiful things happen, man. You know, and uh, I've been in Nashville almost eight years now, and I've really grown up a lot uh, just as a dude and as a human here, you know, and, and gone through ups and downs, fell in and out of love new jobs, you know, like, um, being, being on my own away from family and friends. And it's taught me a lot. And, you know, again, relating it back to Sasha and Andre and major moment, you know, that, that pales in comparison to coming from another country, you know, across the world and learning a new language and chasing your dreams, man. Um, so I hope that all of that is empowering to you out there. You know, it's okay to struggle. It's okay to be afraid. It's okay to have anxiety. Um, it's okay to have depression. Um, it's okay to, to not have the kind of self-confidence that maybe you, you want to have. Um, but I'm living proof and, and major moment is living proof that you can push through those things. Uh, you can overcome no pun intended and and you can keep fighting the good fight and live to see another day and chase your dreams, man. So, uh, I hope you guys enjoyed that conversation. I don't want to rant too much more because, uh, Uh, I know this episode is probably going to be approaching two hours, but um, I'm a man of my word, man. I mean what I say. I say what I mean, and I stand on all of that and everything that I just said, man. So uh, just be good to each other, like I say, to wrap up every episode as a tribute to my grandfather, man. Keep the faith and be kind to one another. The world needs it, whether you're American, whether you're not American, man. um, Just lead with love. Lead with love. It's not cheesy. It's not stupid. It's not corny. It's not wimpy. Uh, Love changes the world, you guys. Uh, There's a lot of money being made off of negative stuff. Um, There's a lot of people who profit off of the gnarly, dirty, nasty stuff. Uh, But we don't roll like that over here, man. And and I know Major Moment doesn't roll like that either. And, um, you know, just I know there's a lot of crazy stuff in the news. There's a lot of horrible things going on, uh, not only in the United States, but around the world, like we talked about with the Russia-Ukraine situation. But again, I believe in love. I believe that cooler heads prevail. And I believe, uh, in the human spirit, you know, um, you know, sometimes it's easy to get caught up in, in the, the times in life where, you know, you screwed up or where other people have screwed you over, or hurt you or broke your heart or made you feel small, whatever it is, man. But just think about all those people who do love you, who do support you, who are rooting for you. And, uh, think about the stuff that makes you feel most alive. And trust me when I say, man, when you, when you, muster up the courage to go for it um there is no failure in effort there is no failure in effort please remember that i'll say it one more time just to stick it in there's no failure in effort you guys um you know um so i, I hope i hope uh things like this show conversations like this you know good people like sasha and andre of major moment i i really truly hope it inspires you to to go after your dreams man and i don't say that in a self-righteous way you know um I just really believe in love, and I believe in positivity, and um, uh, those things have made a difference in my life as somebody who has struggled with anxiety um, and depression and self-esteem and compulsions, all that stuff, man. I'm working through it, and uh, I'm I'm grateful for all the people that are helping me. I'm grateful for my therapist. I'm grateful for heavy music, my family exercise in this podcast and everybody who listens to it man so none of us are perfect nobody's got it all figured out don't let anybody tell you they do because they're full of it um, but just keep fighting the good fight you know be good to yourself be good to other people don't be afraid to talk to somebody uh, if you need some help and, and and you need to push through something uh, you are not alone man so once again keep the faith and be kind to one another you can follow me on instagram at march 4th pod on youtube at march 4th pod my website is march4th.podbean.com. Go follow Major Moment at Major.Moment. Their website is majormomentband.com. They've got some awesome merch over there. Check it out. Keep running up the streams on all their music. They deserve the love. They deserve the support. And keep an eye out for their forthcoming full length of pain that makes us grow. That's going to be a wrap on this week's episode. I love you all, and I truly appreciate everybody who listens. Courtesy of Major Moment. Here is their latest single, Overcome. Peace.